I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We are rolling with a metronome on. Are you checking it or? I'm checking in. I'm flipping and reversing it. What are you saying? I'm putting my credit card details down and I'm ordering off the late now menu, baby. Ow, that hurt. Come on, mm, slow down. Getting a slow toasty down. at 2 a.m. Chill <laughs> <you know> about that. <laughs> What are you saying, man? Good G. Yeah, yeah. Been gymming that. Come on, come on. Man's looking whiznedged. Trust it, trust it. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah, try, try. What we got there? Was that a little CBD or THC? What are we dealing with? A little hybrid? Yeah, yeah, a little hybrid situation. Nice. It's pretty much a CBD zoo with a drop of hash, but like nice. modern, modern hash, grey man hash, the best hash, and then okay. a bit of Cali shit for, just for the taste, got you. not for the intenseness. Yeah, yeah. Someone else that I don't know whether blazes anymore or not mm, is, I think is he does. okay. <laughs> is our guest? Oh, yeah. Well, that's a good link, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, no problem. Today's guest is someone very special. <laughs> oh, again? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it, it, I always line them up for you, boy. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Someone who's quite literally the reason we do this podcast because we went on his together and realized we actually quite like chatting shit to each other and. Yeah. You know, in tribute to him, he made it a very enjoyable affair. He did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Someone whose work we've been fans of for years. Mm. And also someone who Hugo looked up to quite literally because he's much taller than just Hugo, not me. Yeah. Uh, Well, just... It's your hunch. I wrote this, so just let me... I know, but you got the hunch. When I show him my back, I'm I'm his size, okay? Yeah. He's a god in the vaping community. Yeah? He is. Vape if, God. If I was to say to you, hate thy neighbor, you'd say, love thy friend. Okay. And if I was to say to you, shut down fucking live stand-up shows internationally, you'd then say, oh, I think I know you're talking about. Yeah. And if yeah. I was to say, it's your lucky day then, baby boy, because we've got him right now yeah. on the show, you'd say, thank you. I'd say you're welcome. Yeah. And then I'd go, you've guessed it, you clever little fuck. It's Jamali Maddox. Come on. This is nothing more than an intro. Yeah. 
Yo. Yo. Jamal. Does this sound good? Man, like Jamal X. Mm. Yeah, I, used to, I used to go by um, Jamali X when I first started comedy. Yeah. Sick. I, was, I was really deep and shit. I was like, yeah, Jamali X. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. like that. I like that. That's like when I first did my first show, it was like Jamali X. Yeah. Like you've got like, um, if you like do something, a suit comes around your face as well. You tend to a bit of a Marvel situation. Yeah. I, I, I'm more thinking of the fact that it's still the uh, tail end of Wu-Tang influence, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we're, that's okay. what, there, was a, there was a lot of me calling people God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a lot of lessons and stuff. Listen, I had a weird phase. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I went, to, I went to Harlem because I was actually meant to do an episode uh, with um, the five percenters, mm-hmm. but it just like it just didn't fit because I was like, they're not like they're not like a hate group. They're just mm-hmm. you know, from what I knew of them. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw. I went to. I saw the temple, and a little part of me got gassed as well. I saw like the the temple of Mecca, or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little part of me went, "Yo, I kind of want to go inside of that." Yeah, yeah. That's the thing for for the subject of the series you're filming. It would be. It'd probably be wrong, but it would be fucking. I mean, we spoke about this before. It'd be interesting though, man, to because like all of the East Coast, all of our favorite rappers were all a part of it in some way or another. You know, like yeah. Even the fact they just influenced all slang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what up, God? Like, yeah, but then we saw them outside our hotel. Do you remember when we were in uh No, nah, they, they weren't the same. They were the ones that Jamali did uh, interview. Oh, they're the Israel. Uh, the, yeah, 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 the Israel. Oh, yeah, oh, they're oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a fucking laugh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're a giggle, mate. They are Mad. Giggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were very passionate, man. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were, because people ask me about that show, and it's like, who was the fun, like, the leader of that, group mm. his name was general Johanna, right mm. and they all dressed like these 80s wrestlers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they do they had like a big door knocker he had this door knocker that was a kick like a lion door knocker in his chair yeah. and when i did this guy man like it was hard not to laugh because funny's funny yeah 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 of course <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah this guy said like he kept on calling some of my um the um, producers they were white women he kept on calling them rebecca all of them were rebecca <laughs> Ebo, he would just say the funniest shit, man. Like, he would just say, man. I say, how many times do you say white devil a day? And he goes, sometimes, Jamali. I just wake up in my house and just go, mm, the white man's the devil. And it was just <laughs> the funniest. And he's like, they were like big, like massive guys. They were like 6'2 and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like 20 stone. And they were like loud and that. Yeah. And they were fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's amazing, man. Yeah, I love that episode. Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll get into that a bit later, but I love Take That Neighbor, man. Fucking sick. Yeah. How how um how's this last year been for you, like socially, work wise, everything? Weird, man. Mm. Like I'll be honest with you, because you've got to break it down to different categories. I'll say work wise, I've been lucky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can't even really complain. Cause I think you you kind of have to take a like a real perspective of work and go okay. You know, it's it's you're not necessarily doing all the things that you were expecting to do or that mm. you want to, mm. but there's a lot of brothers, especially in our business, that ain't got nothing right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's people I know that ain't worked in two years, in what, in two years, a year. Yeah, for yeah. sure, and and especially in uh, people that rely on live. Do you know what I mean? Like stand up mm. and that. Hundred percent. Like a lot of them guys, you know, like I was lucky enough that like I have been booked for projects. Mm. We're still going ahead, and you mm. know. So I was lucky and I worked through lockdown. So I've been all right that wise. Yeah. Can't really complain. And socially, man, I, it's, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Because I realize that I don't, 
I'm not a stay at home type of guy. Like I leave my house at 12 in the afternoon. I don't get back to yeah. one. Yeah. Like, that's just that, you know what I'm saying? I just hit the street. I walk about, I go coffee shop. My whole life is out. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm similar. Yeah. So I'm just in my house and, you know, and it's sort of, you know, it's hard on the mental health. It's hard on the, you know, the, the you know, we're social beings and that. And I just yeah. got that. And it's just, you just, it's just fucking, what do you do, man? I just walk around, look at a room and just go, all right, yeah, this is that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I go on air ride. I just sort of walk around the air rifle. <laughs> like that, um, that Simpsons episode where Homer has a gun and he like uses <laughs> yeah. the lights off and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was walking around with my fucking air rifle being an adult. Yeah. In your boxers. Yeah, yeah just in my boxers, walking around, like looking around. Like, All right, well, that's, they're, they're my blinds. And, you know. Yeah. If anyone tries to take these blinds, I'm cool. That's it, man. I'm ready to roll. A homemade delivery guy comes to the door. You're just there with a air rifle, boxers. <laughs> Up, man? Going, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing, man. I just got a package for you. Cool, place yeah, that yeah. shit down. Yeah. yeah. Guys, you got a tip, though, after they, you've done that. It will take you off the delivery. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I've, I've started, like, enjoying dumb shit. I started enjoying walking now. Yeah, same. I've, I've been yeah. going through walks. I've been walking down the canal and that. Yeah, same. Bro, I, yeah. I, 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 live, I live literally right on the canal, yeah? yeah and... Yeah. Uh, okay, sort of houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> no, Yo, that would be sick. Would you live in a houseboat? I don't know, man. I, I would. You would. My mate had one. It was all right. Yeah, but I feel like in in the summer you're gonna be roasting. It's like oh, a yeah, not like, like tin. not like at the life I live now in an imaginary life. Yeah. Oh, so you mean no then? No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> you, say, you mean you mean your reality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's not a life that I don't have and won't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I did have that sort of sick life, then yeah, why not? Like yeah, yeah. Sort of central. I like how you got the dreams of like a, a four-year-old divorced man. Yeah. <laughs> I was born a four-year-old divorced man. I would get a houseboat, like a midlife crisis. Yeah, old yeah. A houseboat. Yeah, I love that. Definitely. I love that. It's quite positive that your real life is better than your dreams. I, because uh, I think I look at the houseboat and I do. I think it's like good in. I think it'll be good for like a month in July. Yeah, to have a yeah. party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You, know, yeah. you, you bring your know, pop, pop a couple bottles, smoke a zoo, and you be like, yeah, this is life for but sure. Then, yeah, then you gotta move that shit every fucking two minutes, and you can't. You gotta get like more in, and nah, that's just not yeah. Yeah, I, I think that I think what we're what we're all thinking, and we're on the same page. I think that we'd like to know someone that lives on a houseboat. Yeah, you use yeah. it for a bit. <laughs> do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you know, I do think that I, I know exactly why you say that because when you walk past and especially in lockdown, they've got their little furniture out. They're all sitting there drinking, smoking, and that. They've got. They've had the best lockdown. Their social life hasn't stopped. Yeah, we're we're just walking past on our own. Like, uh, love to be a part of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think what I'm yearning for is their social circle. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, and just sitting out on a little table and chairs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I had, like I had like a little cat and that, and I was like, yo, that's a life, man. Yeah. I just realized, yeah, it's just it's just loneliness, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Losing this and the fact that I'm just fucking lonely, man. Like you've got like a you got a nice flat in East London. You know you're reaching the rock bottom when you're looking at houseboats going. Uh, <laughs> This ain't got a sick life. My life is fine, bro, and I'm out here yearning to live on a boat, but I just took my priorities, man. Um, this is um, a very useful part of the show um, for when you um, need things to do. It's the recommendation part. And then, like, obviously, we've all been in more, like we're talking about, apart from the walks. 
But um, have you got any recommendation for the people then of anything you've been watching, listening to, reading? I know you've been talking about it a lot. Yeah. Four blocks. Yeah. Man, I've been telling everyone about four blocks. And when you, when you tell people about four blocks, you've got to start and say, listen, it's in German, but yeah, listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> so right, bruv. You gotta go, it's, it's, it's subtitles, but yeah, yeah, it's worth yeah, yeah. it. And, and, you know, and there's... They dubbed the third season. Exactly. No, you can get it with, with the subtitles. I know, I know what I'm saying. They dubbed it because they knew. Oh, exactly, yeah. And that's exactly what I told people as well, is that there is a dubbed version, but do not do that. Never do the dub. No way, no. But and anything. It, it's hard, man. Like, and the sound. And did you know that uh, Abbas and Latif, they're both like famous like, rappers from Berlin? You know, I, yeah, yeah. I can't remember you telling me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually had to text you and say, yo, yeah. I saw it on your Instagram and yeah. I was like, right, you know. And then I watched it, I was like, yo, this is one of my favorite gangster shows I've seen in a long time. Right, true. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and I looked it up and I know that Latif brother mm-hmm. and the other mm-hmm. dude were like, Legit, yeah. like the legit, and the guy with no teeth. Yeah, yeah, I think he's called Gringo. He's a sick rapper, man. Yeah, Gringo. Yeah, and that really lanky brother. He was, um, he's a wrestler. Oh, serious? Yeah, he's a pro wrestler. Yeah, oh, yeah. fuck it, oh, yeah. Basically, we're saying they're all hard in one way or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough dudes. yeah, yeah. And I was, I was watching it with someone, and they go to me, "You look like every extra." <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was mad. I was like, "What are you doing?" And then I watched it. I was like, "Bro, I look like every like." I was, it's true. If it was me and the cat smoking the blem, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. me." Like, I totally fit in that role. <laughs> I'm, and I'm so jealous of that as well because the extras look sick. Yeah, I would have fully been a four block yeah, extra, but hundred man. Yeah, but yeah, four uh, blocks is cold. Uh, reading wise, you know, I've been going back. I, I started. Um, do you know I, I went back and I read, and it's the man's um, eat, laugh, pray, or whatever the fuck that shit is. They is it women? What's it called? Eat, laugh, pray. I've heard pray, of it, eat, but I haven't. You know, it. like the stereotypical. Yeah, there's a man's book like that. It's called Shantaram. You ever read Shantaram? Oh uh, yeah, no, I've heard of it. I ain't read it. Yeah, I started rereading that. I read that when I was young. Yeah, I yeah. started reading that. Is that about the guy that goes to India? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, it's it's a, like story. a bank. Yeah, he's like an armed robber who escapes prison. Yeah, yeah. Runs to India that ends up being in the mafia and Mujahideen and all of this stuff. Yeah. And it's about him falling in love and, you know, with like an Indian woman. It's, it's good. It's like, I think you know. they were going to make a film out of it, bro. Like, well, Johnny like, Depp yeah, with Johnny. Yeah. With yeah. who, sorry? Johnny Depp. Ah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he went and fucked everything up, didn't he? So. Yeah, he's a bit cancelled at the yeah, moment. Yeah, a bit cancelling. Well, he won't be in. He won't be in a lot of projects right now. <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah. Nah. Rewatching his films, I got to close the blinds. You can't rewatch his films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Although Pirates of the Caribbean's on TV quite a lot, I think because it's cheap at the moment. <laughs> what else have I been watching, man? I've just been watching like anything. I, honestly, I started watching like um, the Amazon Prime films that I've been getting one star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to that level now. Like I watched Belly Two. Oh, oh wow. shit! Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I was there yeah. The shot was five. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shot was five. And I watched um, uh, oh my god, is it Queen of? Have you seen Queen of the Queen of the Dance? That old Jamaican nah, film, Queen of the Dance. No. You know, in um, Shot, yeah. you know the guy who plays Mad yeah, Dog. Yeah, yeah. He's in it, yeah. Yeah. And it's an old Jamaican film. It's yeah. called Queen of the Dance, yeah. And it's so low budget, but it's so like good but bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's that? Is that on Amazon? That's on Amazon. Oh. No, 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 no. I had to stream that online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like the levels, finding it. <laughs> I need to see it. A little stream, you know what I mean? 
But yeah, man, I don't know. So other than that, I watched Last Chance of You Basketball. Yeah, 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 that's on my list, man. First episode. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Good. If you like the yeah. other ones, you like that one. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I do, really, man. Ask. If you don't ask, boy, you don't get. Ask. Where where were you where were you raised then? Oh, Ilford. Ilford, Ilford. And um, so where did it all start for you then? Was it like, uh, was your first thing wanting to be in comedy or was it like music or, or, or what was your like first thing as like that, you know, like when you were young? When I was young, young, like I I, I wanted to be an actor. I did, it wasn't oh. even really comedy. Yeah. It was acting and I wasn't, especially straight, straight, serious acting. I didn't have the thing for it. Right. You know, seriousness. Yeah. And then I, I and comedy was like, you know, that full doing comedy and that. But, you know, I tried to MC as well and I was fucking awful. Yeah, because I was going to ask, was there like whole sort of youth club kind of scene? Like every, yeah, everyone's yeah, into Because yeah. you're East as well. Grime was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I grew up, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so I grew up in, um, so I went to Grime. So we used to, do, we used to go to a Grime workshop. Yeah. And I used to try and spit. There's a couple of videos of me on YouTube that I'm trying to get Bruh, taken. Sick. <laughs> Fucking bad, man. There's one where I got this huge afro and there's one where I had a little box top. Yeah. Fuck. Hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spit. And that was from, you know, I must be young. I was in secondary school. So I want to say, I, in my head, I'm 15, but I weren't 15 because I still had the afro. So I must have been about 13, 14. Right. And, um, tried to spit and that when I you know I knew I just wasn't good enough yeah you know what I'm saying and I think I don't have the ear for music mm-hmm. like you know I've got friends that like you know who are producers and they'll show me like a Jay Diller beat and I go oh they go, Would you? I thought I sound sick and they'll go do you hear this thing here and I go I, don't, I just don't hear it yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah, no, yeah I just don't I just don't hear certain just the things. vibe yeah yeah I, I just, it's just a, I can hear good and I can hear things I like of and course. stuff I don't yeah yeah I don't get the sort of the certain intricacies I just don't get it but I know? feel like that was yeah. an era of like you were either a DJ or an MC that it didn't really matter if you were specifically into music or not do you know what I'm saying yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you kind of have to be that. one yeah 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 oh yeah. you're not a DJ or an MC yeah no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what do you do I definitely an MC yeah. or graph yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get my mom. My mom's at them times wouldn't get me no decks and that. Yeah, so yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. Yeah, you know how much? I, I want to do so much shit, and my mom was just like, "Bro, I'm not paying for you for these whims in it." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's a good pair. I, I was like, "Madia," when I was like eleven. Yeah, I begged my mom to send me to wrestling school. <laughs> yeah. I begged her, fam. I mean, I begged her, yeah. And then she goes, no, I'm not sending you wrestling school. And I used to say to her, yeah. I used to say to her, you killed my dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's like, mama, mama, that's so cool to say to your mom, like, yo. I, I'd love to see you go wrestling school now. Yeah, a yeah. documentary. <laughs> yeah. That'd be sick. Like the WWE one. I'll be good at the mic work, but the physicality aspect. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, get back to your question. Um, yeah, I think I, yeah. And I always had in the back of my head that I wanted to be a funny guy. Yeah. But then yeah. the idea was, and I used to watch all the stand-up and I used to watch Paramount and, you know, live at the comedy store and I'd watch their comedy and that. So like but, the first thing was more kind of uh, being a fan of it, being like, I, yeah, love, yeah, I yeah. love this. And I think the first time I saw comedy and I was like, I want to do whatever the fuck it is that this guy is doing. Mm. And you know, it's sort of like a a thing where a lot of, it's sort of like, a, what's a, a cliche? Mm-hmm. But I remember I was at my dad's yard. I must've been about maybe 15 and I'm bare high at my dad's yard. And I'm watching the, uh, Channel 4's 100 Greatest Comedians. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'm watching it and I'm like, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. 
and then Bill Hicks came on. Yeah. I remember seeing that and it changed everything. Yeah. I was like, whatever the fuck he's doing, <laughs> I need to do yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, you can do it like that. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that words could do that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I didn't, I did nothing ever moved me. And it might, you know, it might be because I was young and I was high and it was sort of the right age and I was sort of at that and especially when you're smoking weed you're kind of conspiracy and you yeah. kind of ask me yeah yeah, yeah. and also yeah. the jokes on about like their mother-in-law yeah it's something else and it was just yeah. like especially growing up in ends where you kind of like you know I love the people I grew up with but when you sort of walk a different line mm. or think a different way it's kind of lonely mm. yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying sure. yeah yeah and so I when I first saw that I was like, yo, like, I, it's something that I resonated with that yeah. I felt before. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's changed everything for me. And then from that day, I just, I needed to do whatever that was. I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. But I needed to do that. Yeah, because you know that's I mean? the thing. that That's what interests me when it's like uh, someone from, like, our sort of culture, like, we're sort of similar generation, similar sort of culture. Like, how is that even a possibility in someone's mind, you know? But like you say, obviously having a love for it, watching it, but how do you make that a reality? Yeah. It's, and it seems impossible. Yeah. You yeah. know? Because it's like, not as if know, we're surrounded by other people that's like, oh, I think his cousin was a comedian. <laughs> you know, like, no. Nah. Well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I did not know a comedian in real life. I never met a comedian yeah, in real life. Yeah. I just didn't know how to even start, you know what I'm saying? And then I think I did my first show at like 16. Wow. We were fucking died wow. on my ass, fucking really no. And it was in Lions then in London. But brave though, what you, did you just have the balls yeah, back yeah, then very. just to, to go, fuck it? I think there's, there's something that someone else said. I didn't come up with this, but you're brave once. Yeah. I spent yeah. comedy. Mm. And so that first time on stage, and then it's your decision if you're going to do it again. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think anyone can do it once. Right. Yeah. If you're willing to get back up and do it. That's it. But, um, yeah, man, and I, I just, I, and I remember I went up there and it was just shit, but I just remember loving it. Mm. I mean, yeah. it, how bad it went, I just loved it. That's it. It didn't put you off at all. No, no, no. I didn't do it for a year mm. after that, mm. but that was due to, you know, personal reasons as opposed to just um, embarrassment, which there was partly embarrassment to it of, you know, be, not being good at something. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, and I did it again and, and then from maybe like, you know, from 16 or 16, 17, when I did my first one, then from maybe 18, 19, that was just a constant in my life. It was just, you know, I just lived it. And I took like a little time off here and there because I was just fucking around being lazy. But yeah. When, when you first started though, did you, um, it's like, how did you even know the technique sort of aspect? Is in like, did you know, oh, I've got to write something down? Or I'm just going to turn up and tell funny stories. Or do you know what I mean? Like, how how do you even? I was that? so, yeah. I I so didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. I just thought you just kind of turn up and just said funny things. Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. When yeah. I watched those guys, it seemed effortless. I'm going to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's easy. It's just chatting. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then people, when after I come off stage, someone said to me like, "Yo, you need to like write something. Uh, like, you can't." Okay. And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I wrote some stuff down, and then. I remember there was, um, there was actually, I met this guy, I did this short film mm-hmm. and I met this producer called Ayo. Mm-hmm. And I remember this brother and this brother was mad cool. And I remember he would come to my shows and he would even like, um, he would send me like a message saying like, yo, I just found your show online. And, and I remember asking years later, I said, why did you do that for me? And he goes, I just thought you would make it. I don't, he had no reason why, but I just thought, I just believed that you could do something. You know what I mean? Sick. And he really 
And I, and yeah, and he, he just he used to send me stuff and he used to like always encourage me he used to come to my shows and that. And um, he 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 said to me, you know, you, you should sit down and write some jokes. And so I, I wrote five minutes of jokes. And this was the second time I did it. Mm-hmm. I remember I was a bit, I was still a bit, a little bit fucked off from the first time. Yeah. Uh, he signed me up and didn't tell me. Sick. And he goes to me, oh, did you, did you write some jokes? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it went good because you're on tonight. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, and I went on. They didn't go too bad, actually. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go too bad. And did that make you feel good? Did it make you feel like? Yeah, man. It just it was it was just a different feeling, yeah. man. Even though I loved it the first time. Yeah. The second time was it was I felt comfortable. Yeah, I guess I guess the first time is like I've achieved. Yeah. Tr- trying it out, whereas the yeah, second yeah, time yeah. is like, oh, uh, now I'm finding my way. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like I felt comfortable on stage. Like I was still fucking terrible. Yeah. But yeah. I felt comfortable with the idea of being like it's weird, like internally. Yeah, yeah. Like, I felt happy, and I felt like something clicked, and there was something that was missing in my life, mm-hmm. and then I kind of found the thing I was missing. Amazing, yeah. And it, it it really like changed, you know, it changed my life really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, and then I was still fucking around for a long time. I think it, that's one thing that people, um, when I ever hear people that sort of chase their dream or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like boom, and then I just worked hard. It's like, bro, I fucked around for a long time. Yeah, too. yeah. I don't get it twisted. I don't think it was like from from I, I've been working hard from eighteen. Nah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you're eighteen as well. Like yeah. you're you're meant to fuck yeah. around. Yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm nearly thirty. I still fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I fuck up daily. I got a script I meant to hand in a week ago, bro. Like it's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though, like yeah, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. You just you know. Is you know so you still you still it's still it's still an ongoing process. Mm-hmm. I think that's what people lack the understanding of. It's okay to even foul once you got the thing you wanted. Do you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to keep taking risks, basically. Well, keep taking risks, man. Because like I swear, like old comedians would have like a, a set, or I don't know what comedians call it, but yeah, like they'd have their jokes, yeah. and and that would that's it. Like they wouldn't change it, they wouldn't edit it. They might come up with one or two. But that's it. We're talking about old, old comedians. Yeah. If we're talking about the comedians, uh, so that's this is pre-80s alternative. Mm-hmm. This is like your Bernie Manning's, your fucking... Yeah, I was going to say, it's a whole different vibe, though, that shit, wasn't it? Vibe. But they would still each other's jokes. So oh, they would okay. be a whole board of jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of them would say, nah, he did that joke tonight. Yeah. you got to do it now. Yeah. So they would just have a list of but... jokes sort of like pub jokey type things. Yeah, yeah, because that's what they were, right? They were like compares of like the working... Yeah, it used to be like them did a stripper. Phoenix Knights type vibe, it's, it's yeah. essentially like the Pina Manar of the drum and bass world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pina Manar, I swear that's Shabbos. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's mine, that's Gibbs, that's Shabbos. That's, that's all of those lyrics, yeah. yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's not, but you still get that in comedy. I mean, comedy just evolves. But it, you still get that. Like, you still get the, you know, there's a line that every comedian, there's some lines that are so bait, everyone can kind of use yeah, them. Like, like a if, trend. If you're in crowd work and there's an actor and you say, oh, so you work in Starbucks. Like, uh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been done oh, so, yeah. but you can't own that. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of our best work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, so that was, um, but yeah. I, 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 but, you know, when people ask me, when did I really, really start and get into it? I remember it was about 22 is when I really, said to myself, this is me now. Mm-hmm. This is my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, other than that, I was fucking about it. And does that yeah. mean you're starting at that point to earn money off it and you can focus more time on it or you're still 
doing whatever else you need to do to get by and just putting your all into that? No, I was, I, I remember I, when I first, I didn't make money from comedy from like, say that 17 mm. to when I touched stage. Mm-hmm. I didn't make, I know I tell like, I'll tell you how much I made for like maybe the first five years I made like 40 quid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Their petrol money. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. and even like I started making money from comedy like uh when I was twenty three is when I went full time. Yeah. And even then, bro, I was making maybe seventeen thousand. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and that's me being honest, yeah. like I think I made like maybe even less than that, bro. Yeah. Be honest, probably maybe even maybe even no fuck, maybe maybe I think seventy thousand was a lot. I think I made maybe ten thousand. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Yeah. I, and I was signing on all year, and I was getting paid the same. Like that's yeah, what the mad yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. That is the yeah. mad thing, though. Like on the books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But bro, I made fucking. No, I remember I used to be so broke. I mean, one time I was so broke, all I could afford was a butter bagel from from a uh, brick lane. Bro, man, fuck it, yeah. I, I, I had no money to. Yeah. I had to bump the train. Yeah, yeah. To get a butter bagel. <laughs> yeah, no. That's how mad it was, bro. I was broke. I mean, and I remember like. And then I moved to Manchester, and that's when I, after I left Manchester, because um, there was like, a, I don't know if you heard the story, but I was uh, at uni. Yeah. And I said to myself, What were you studying at uni, by the way? Oh, because I'll give you the backstory okay. to that. Yeah. Because uh, it's kind of leaves and uh, you might like the story. Mm-hmm. So basically, I had done uni once and I dropped out, and I was sort of dropping out because I wanted to do comedy, but I was fucking around. Mm-hmm. I went to London there, mm-hmm. and it was the worst university in England. They kicked me out. <laughs> and then I went to Manchester because my mom said either you get a real job or you go uni again so yeah. I said I'll go fucking Manchester. uni I'm, yeah sweet yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. party for fucking yeah, yeah, right? yeah and the reason I went Manchester was is because I thought to myself okay I can go uni I was doing acting with comedy practice okay and I myself I'll get a degree I'll live in Manchester and whatever whatever right and as I was living in Manchester I started getting gigs in London so I was coming back every weekend and I was using the money I was making from the weekends to pay for the train. So I was not even breaking even. Mm-hmm. I was really losing money. And I was fucking around. And then they're in the class, there was a stand-up portion of the year. Oh. On your third year, you did stand-up. And I remember I, um, I did the call. I, I did, uh, so the third years did their stand-up in the class. And then they brought in Jason Manford. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. To come say, hey, change this and that. Yeah, and then yeah. Jason said, do any of the first years do stand up and they want to show me and then I can give them some pointers. And then I went up and I did like maybe four minutes. And then Jason just looked at me and he said to me, he goes, you know, I'll be honest with you, bruv. He goes, just quit uni, man. He goes, just quit be a comedian. Like, stop fucking around. Sick. Like, in front of, bro, That's in front amazing. of everyone, he goes, there's nothing I can tell you, bruv. He goes, you're a comedian. Stop fucking yeah. around. Like, and I was like, damn, man. All right, cool. Had you and met I thought, him previously? No, I never met the guy. Never met the guy in my life. Wow. And he, you know, he never saw me before. And he just saw, he just, I just did, fight, I just did a little form. And, and you hadn't paid him anything? No, I paid him nothing. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I saw him on Stand Up to Cancer and he, he was a G with um, the person he was coaching. Like yeah. his pointers and stuff were amazing. Like, He's a craftsman, man. Mm, people, you yeah, know, like, people he look at the guys and go like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and you go, bro, listen. You talk about shit about these mainstream guys. They can go into any room around this country and light. Yeah, yeah. Fire. They can shut it down. Yeah. yeah. You got to show respect for that. You know what I mean? They're proper craftsmen. For sure. That's amazing, though, that that happened, man. Yeah. And then I did this competition. And I said to my, I got through to the finals, and I said to myself, if I, oh, I got, I got, a, I nearly died. I got a tattoo, and it got infected. 
Fuck. Oh, I, I got this shitty tattoo on my arm. Fuck they got you yeah, yeah, and they gave me cellulitis, so I got to take a break from oh, you. Then shit. I did the competition. I remember when I did the heat for the competition, I should come out of hospital that day. Bruh. I did a video on YouTube, I'm half asleep. Yeah. Well, come out of hospital. Morphined up. I still had a plaster on my arm and that. And I got through to the finals, and I said to myself, if I do well, I'll quit uni and do comedy. And I go, if I, if I do shit, I'll just go back to uni, and I ended up winning it. Sick, yeah. yeah, that's when I became a comedian at 23. Wow, that's amazing, yeah. man. It, it's mad how important those moments are. Like, to him, it's just he's just saying something, isn't it? He's fucking off, he's going home, he's not thinking. You know what I mean, but and like your your friend before, the one that put you forward for you know, uh, like those little moments of encouragement are super important, isn't it? Mm. 100%, 100%. And because the thing is, like, you know, it's it's lonely mm-hmm. trying to follow a thing, yeah, and especially yeah. a one man thing. You're not part of a crew, it's not a band, it's not a fucking you guys, you're doing it on your own, yeah. you're turning up on your own as sure. well. And you, you know, it's like you've got, I remember one comedian told me one time, he goes, You gotta be your biggest corner man. Mm. Mm. You gotta be your corner man in the because it's a, it's a fucking boxing match and you gotta be your corner man yeah. and there's gonna be some rounds where you take a bit of a hitting yeah. and there's gonna be some rounds you're winning but you always gotta go back to your corner man and you know and hype yourself back up to get back out there man yeah. so it's, it's a hard road man yeah for sure yeah. it's it's something I could never do man I I, I feel like a... I, I think I spoke to you two yeah. about this before. <laughs> yeah. Why not? It's because because of that, man. Like, How can you do it hundred <laughs> percent? It's the fear, man, of going up. You guys will be good comedians, though. Like fully, like you man's are funny. Like you man's got funny bones. Like you you got funny bones about you. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I think you you'd be bad at first, but I think you could be good. That's what it is. You know what it is? Yeah, I I agree. I'm not gonna be like, nah, I'm not funny. Like because obviously, uh working comedy so I hope I am you know and and also uh just naturally like me and Hugo we love sort of taking a piss and and just uh, yeah just having fun and shit but like I suppose anything I've ever done I've always been a part of a group or a crew or collaboration and stuff like that having to take it on your own and you know what as I get older, I'm more confident like that. But that's why I always, that's why I'm always so fascinated when you're like, yeah, I was like fucking 17, 18, coming up on a stage on my own. You know, at a time where you're learning about yourself, you don't even know your own fucking personality and shit, your own, you know, yeah. I, I, I think that's like incredible, man. And, and you, you don't think you would ever do it? I don't know, man. I, f- I think Hugo would be sick. I always say that to him. Hugo would be sick at it. Yeah. I'd just be scared, man. Like as much as- Yeah, but you could do your little act, you know, your little short guy. The short guy <laughs> thing, yeah. The sort of jockey. Yeah. <laughs> that is the whole character. Yeah, like, no, just, what it is, I turn up in a jockey suit. <laughs> yeah, I'd be funny. I just never reference it. Yeah. 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 Basically, jockey. And, and at the end, guy, anyway, I'm off to clock on to my job as a jockey. <laughs> and then that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. There's a little sideline yeah. in that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. having an acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but even that, man, that's funny, man. Uh, you look, man. Yeah, let's know. do it. Yeah. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, yo! Yo! Ha ha! Ha 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 ha! Will everybody shut the fuck up? Settle down, settle down! You're in tune to the Chatting Shit Podcast! UK stand up! The world's greatest! The best there ever was that ever lived! Series 2 out now, motherfucker! Oh, gosh! Ha-ha! Are you ready? Check it! Check Are it! You ready? Check it! When was the first time you something like a big Teddy thing be like live at the Apollo or something like that? My first break TV wise was the John Bishop show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. The Empire. That was my first first TV break. I think I got that like maybe my first year. Did I see you at Hackney Empire as well? Where? where... No, yeah, you saw me yeah, at Hackney Empire. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did see me at Hackney yeah. Empire. Yeah. You the tour, yeah, that's sick. I remember, I remember, I remember. You came, yeah, you came with your brother, yeah, man. With da- uh, Danny Rankin, decoy, yeah, my guy, yeah, big up love to nice and for my, but yeah, so that was, um, yeah, that was there. Yeah, my first TV break was a uh, Hackney Empire, and I remember before I did like eight shits, <laughs> yeah, 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 nerve shits, yeah, bro. I was so fucking shook, man. I remember, and like, everyone was killing, and I was just so, I was just in the back, bro, pissed, like just terrified, man. And I remember it was like this weird sort of variety show. And I think I was on with like Rita Ora. Fuck. Yeah. When was this then? What year would this have been? I want to say this was over seven years ago yeah. now. Yeah, about seven years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like, and I was just so fresh and I just didn't get it. Like, I remember I walked in and they were like, oh, so what are you wearing? Everyone's wearing a shirt and this. And I was like, yeah, I'm just wearing this white tee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, we'll iron it for you. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. I'd have to stand in top. this Wu-Tang shit. You would <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I literally, I came in the clothes I was wearing. I was like, I'm wearing this. And they were like, what? You don't you bring extra clothes? I'm like, nah. And they're like, well, we'll iron it. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And the woman was like that. Like taking my top, like no, 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 no. Like, I'd love to see you standing there, Rita topless. Aurora's getting ready, You're topless, <laughs> yeah. t-shirt with my little doughy belly. Yeah. In that. Yeah. <laughs> with my little doughy belly, bro, just standing there, man. But no, like, I think it kind of played in my favour though. I remember like there was a club owner, and he said, oh, "How did it go?" And I was like, "Yeah, I ended up doing well." And he goes, "Yeah, because it's like it's Hackney, mm-hmm. it was like in Hackney, and it kind of really had a Hackney audience yeah, to yeah, it." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like it just played to my strengths at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I did a, I did well for the, for that time. You're on home turf. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, was home, I had a home turf. I had a home turf Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was my first break. Sick. And did that feel different then? Did that feel like? Um, to be honest, I don't know what what the aim is. You know, when you're doing these like these stage shows and stuff, is the aim to be like, ah, oh, I could get my sure. my stuff further afield and more and more people seeing it. Uh, if I get it on telly, sort of thing. 
yeah, it's weird, you know. I'll be honest with you. And this is like, I remember thinking about this the other day. When I first started comedy, yeah. my aim, my my aim was just to earn a, a teacher salary. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I didn't care about that. Doing as long something as I you love and and it pays the bills. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it pays. That's the bills. that's what I wanted as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted, yeah. you know. And then what happened was is I remember I had one dream in comedy. Mm. Like only had one dream in comedy. It wasn't have a TV show. It wasn't even to really tour. Mm. It wasn't do none of that. My one dream in comedy was I wanted to do a show in Amsterdam. That was my only, I swear <laughs> to God. It was a free holiday. Dream. Yeah. And it was one particular club called Tumla. Yeah. Right? It was like owned by comedians. And for some reason, like in my head, I put in my head that Tumla was just like, you know, cool place and you could go on stage and smoke a cigarette yeah. and go to Gov. And I don't know why. <laughs> like this bohemian, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just put that in my head. Yeah. And I remember, I thought this is the first time I, it's the guy who's still my agent. And I met him and he goes, all right, what's your dream? Like, what do you want to do? You want to direct? You want to produce? Whatever, what do you want to do? And I said, man, I just want to do a show in Amsterdam. <laughs> and I remember they laughed and they were like, okay, yeah, but what else? And I said, I, I want to do a show in Amsterdam. And then they looked at me and they go, do you know how that, how achievable that is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, achievable. He goes, look, I'll send the email now. It's not an issue. Like, that's like a very achievable dream. And I was like, but that's what I want to do. Oh, man. And I did it. And I remember like on my last tour, I sold out two shows at Tumla. Wow. And doing that, doing a show in New York. Yeah. Yeah. To a sold out crowd. That's amazing. And maybe LA Belly Room to a sold out crowd. Sick different shows those moments um made me more happy than anything else i've achieved in that business that's amazing. you know what i'm saying yeah. no? yeah. i've good highs in the business you know what i'm saying i've had you know i had tv show i had mm-hmm. this and that. i've been able to play big venues and this and that but yeah, but these are your personal highs isn't it yeah oh so that moment yeah like you know i i i genuinely it gave me a moment of solace in terms of like anything that happens now mm. Like it, I can die happy. It's a bonus, yeah, yeah. Anything's just a bonus. I, I like that your dreams are basically linked to weed and hip hop, like New oh, York mate, and Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. percent. And I had to come on to fucking triumphs. Yeah. And I remember, like, I came onto it too as well. Like, that was Bruv, like, yeah, I remember that. Uh, even all the tunes that are being played before you I come think on. This was cold hard, tonight, though, wasn't it? hard, like yeah, you know. <laughs> but people were messing me about my playlist. Listen, I'm telling you now, I make a bold statement. In comedy, no one don't have a better playlist than me. But it's true, facts, bro. I'm saying that to me, Romesh Raganay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shots have been sent. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's true though you got the verses now it's true yeah 100% yeah I bought atomically like you're there like oh man they were just waiting for you to come on here and now it was incredible oh, that's a, have, I, have I told you man about the Wu-Tang interview I, did? I think you told me but yeah go on yeah, I did a podcast and we had the Wu-Tang it was so bad of an interview we couldn't release it <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like the biggest Wu-Tang fan and it was so bad we couldn't release it is it when Why, what are, are they just being was... moody yeah, yeah yeah RZA just wouldn't RZA just talk about God first 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't move from the subject. Fuck's sake. That must be such a tough interview as well. Yeah. You sort of really want to ask him, like, do you want to do this? <laughs> yeah. Not really. You don't have to do All it, right. man. Ghostface Killer had a fucking toothache. <laughs> my tooth, son. My tooth. I can't talk. My tooth. I was like, whoa, man. This is uh, so fucking bad. Fuck it, oh, man. I found one of their bags of weed and I was so pissed off with him, I stole it. <laughs> That is sick. I threw it on the floor. I was standing at the back. Yeah. I was like, I was on stage when they were performing at Love Box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them dropped like a big bag of weed, yeah? 
man scooped it up and kept it. <laughs> put your foot over it. Yeah, I put my foot over it. I'm not surprised we can give it back there, weird bro. <laughs> Fuck you, Wu Tang. I win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said it under my breath, but still, there was nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, how did it happen to sort of move to uh, to you having your own TV show, like Hate Thy Neighbor? Uh, which isn't part of it isn't a massive move because you very cleverly used your stand-up throughout. So that was part of your identity as a stand-up. But then you yeah, went yeah. all Louis Farou on, on him and shit, man. So Yeah, like, fully. Yeah. yeah. How, how did that come about, bro? I uh, I was I always wanted to, I always loved Docs. Yeah. I always just loved, like, I, I think Louis Farou just like, so even though he's highly rated, yeah. he's underrated yeah. for how good he is. Psychologist, man. Yeah. Mm. Just like, I mean, cause I remember I watched one film with him and it's someone who has done films. I watched a film and I was like, him to know that is yeah. so um, intelligent that yeah. I would have fucked up. He was, he was talking to this woman who had anorexia mm. and, he, and she says to him, do you think I look skinny? And he goes, I'm not going to answer that. You yeah. say you're skinny and you won't believe me. And, you, and I say you look normal. You think I think yeah. you look fat. And it's just, and she went, yeah, you're right. And it, that's because I would have fucked up and been like, no, you skinny yeah. bitch. Like, I would have. Yeah. No, you look good. Yeah, you yeah, look good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would have said you look yeah. good. I would have yeah. fucked that up. But he's so, like, you know, smart and also and he's shit. making and, like, sure that he stays biased within his subject as well. Yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. going to sway it either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, man. And that, that's so hard to do. Like, as a human, it's so hard to let things play out without getting involved. And I think you did such an amazing job with that. Like, I, I remember at the time I messaged mm. you, man. It was like you studied Louis, man, because because you, oh, the inner Louis was coming out, bro. Broomfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing, yeah. The one Nick Broomfield bit that really influenced me was it's when he's interviewed. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called the the driver, his wife, and the leader, where he's basically interviewing a guy who's the leader of the South African apartheid movement. He's oh, nice. Like, seen that. Like a pro apart. He's like uh, he's like a real racist yeah. uh, South African guy, and there's a bit where. They're interviewing. They need. They want to do an interview with him, but he keeps on uh, standing them up. Mm. So then they come late one time, five minutes, and he's screaming at them. He's like, you come late five minutes. What was you doing? And then they're dumb at this point. So they're just like, I oh, was was drinking cups of tea, isn't it? Yeah. And they and they just kept on saying it. And he was like, cups of tea, cups of tea. And he kept saying, yeah, we're just having a cup of tea. Do you want a cup of tea? Like, and they just kept on winding them up. And I remember, I I, I sort of remembered that. When I did, um, there was a bit where I was interviewing the Ku Klux Klan and they didn't want me to come on the thing. And some guy walked over to me and he was trying to be all tough and that. He was like, hey, I'll come here. And I was like, but what happens if I do? And then he just kind of broke and he kind of goes, just please. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) I just just kept on, I just kept saying, but what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, and he says, oh, well, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna hurt you, but you're just gonna ruin it for us." <laughs> it was kind of keep that energy of just you know, keep on pushing the line. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. Though it was like a Louis Farouk that would maybe smack someone up. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's it certain did, did get tasty. because the thing is, at the, at the end of the day, yeah, if you're Louis Farouk is a white guy, you know what I mean. If you are in a place where you literally are the enemy, yeah. That's the next stage of having to keep your cool. Yeah, it, it really changes the whole, like, dynamic. Yeah. And you kind of have to, it's like, people ask me all the time, the, the biggest question I get is, how do you deal with it? Or how, how could you just chill and listen mm. to it? 
And it's like, a lot of it, a lot of it is, I had to become a character. Yeah. I couldn't be myself, yeah. but I had to be a character and I had to, you know, switch off and do a job. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it is just being a character and being a, being curious as opposed to being offended and really stepping outside of what I am. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. And that's why I kind of stopped, I stopped doing it, you know, like it would never, you know, little, uh, um, newsflash it would never come back on yeah, yeah. Uh, because I kind of it sent me a bit mad mm. because I stopped being myself for two years mm. you know what I'm saying yeah. I had to yeah. become a character for two years and it kind of it fucks with your head for to go in that long but then as well is everyone thinks that's who you are mm. and that's how you react and that's you know what I'm saying because in my natural life I'm not as calm and I'm not as you know, like from an outsider watching it, I, I don't ever think, uh, oh my God, he's he's selling out because he's not reacting in a certain way. You've got a job to do. And actually, oh, yeah. I think you did an amazing job. And I think the piece of work is amazing. And I, we spoke about this before. It's only you personally that can see that and, and feel that, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because you, know, you even mentioned it in your stand-up as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I spoke about it. And I mean, in, in, the, in the tours, and I speak about my uh, disdain of the show, really. Yeah, yeah. I'm being, you know, yeah. I, I, speak, I, I speak about it openly, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was sort of like, I don't, I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but it's like a weird thing. And I, it, sounds like, it took me a long time to really get over And it's sort of been, you know, I, because, you know, I made that show at 24. Mm. I'm nearly 30 now. It's a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I'm saying cause it's like a year to film, then yeah. a year to edit, and then... So it came out later, but I filmed it. I was like 20, 24, turning 25 when I made it. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's sort of, and, it's, and, and having that at that age, it's weird. It's weird when something you're not happy with is one of the defining things of what's propelled you, your yeah, career. Yeah. What you're known as. Well, yeah, because yeah, yeah, so, that, that's how I, I, um, I saw you on a few bits and bobs and that's how I really got into you is through that. That's why I'm always I'm kind of I guess biased to it because I feel like it's not as if the work that you created of that is brilliant. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's not until afterwards when you like when you said about um, something about and it, and it and I really understood when you when you said it live. You, you're talking about the fact that these are essentially like like the cartoon characters' versions of racists and stuff like that. Like the yeah. real racism is happening all the time. Like in, in little yeah. like. Uh, yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah, and that's and that's another thing as well is is you know i think the show kind of you know highlighted subsectors and it wasn't the because they're not really the issue no yeah even other racist people go oh that's fine yeah 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 yeah. that's too far yeah too much yeah yeah it was a fucking mad time man like like I look at some of the stuff I did back then mm. that you could I could I you couldn't pay me enough money to do that. I was going white power music festivals, yeah. no yeah, yeah, I yeah. know, yeah, crazy. And wow. like everyone and there was like times yeah. where people had guns and they they're mad at us but they got guns and it's just yeah, mad yeah. Oh, like really I don't Oh, they didn't even hit the camera. Like, you know what I'm saying? I went to like some of the worst like ends in in America. Yeah. I went to like Detroit and Atlanta and yeah. you know, we got I remember one time we're in the car and this didn't make it on screen, but I'm in the car and it's me, a Nazi and a Jewish cameraman, <laughs> right? And we're driving around Detroit and I remember we pulled up outside this house in Detroit and there's about like 20 dudes outside this house and it's pitch black nighttime, mm. right? And we're in, a, it's a bad, it's a bad fucking right, place, yeah. man. It's not a good place to be yeah, at night. Yeah. You don't want to be there. We're in this car 
and it's only us and the rest of the crew in the van. And our, and our camera guy at the time, he's a lovely guy, but he, fought, he was worthless about some shit. And we're standing there and all the guys was looking at us outside the house. And I remember the Nazi and me were sitting there and the Nazi was like, yo, we should like move, but we're both not trying to look like, so we're like, yeah, whatever, we, we'll sit here all night, we don't care. Yeah. And then the, we drove off and then the, the cameraman was like, I need another shot, you need to drive back. And we're like, fuck, but we both, uh, so we drive back now and the, and the Nazi like, look, they think this is a drive-by. Oh shit, yeah, back. of course, fucking one guy right in the house, one guy gone and he's in the house now and another guy is just, Pulled up his trousers oh, and you can see the hell of his gun. No way. And he, one of them, and the other guy looks at us and just does this. Nah, shit. We're just like, fuck. Fuck <laughs> Let's go. All the crew are sitting behind us like, fucking drive, man. And my camera guy's like, I need to get some better lighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you ask them to turn their living room lights off? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what then? Can you turn the living room lights off? Because, you know, there's good safety. Yeah, and it's nah. America, so like they, they can't, they will just shoot you. Just it's not like here yeah, where yeah. They, they might just threaten and and they've got to check if it's re- definitely real. To like there, it's just they're just gonna do it. I remember when we went to this one place in Atlanta, and this was bad. This is a bad spot in Atlanta, yeah. man. And we're chilling, and we're walking down, and we're with this activist, and people are coming out of their houses screaming, "What the fuck's going on? What 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 what, 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 what who's this? Who that? Who that?" And then the guy's like, the activist is like, no, no, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. No, it's cool. And you see dudes like coming out of their house angry and they just go back in the house. And you're looking down the side streets and it's like a movie. It's just dudes sitting on like Cadillacs. <laughs> covered in tats. And I was like, yo, this is a bad spot. And I said, and the guy, I said to the guy, what would happen to the crew if you weren't here? And he goes, mate, you ain't leaving with them cameras, man. Uh, yeah. And he goes, since you came on the block, someone phones, everyone knows you here. Yeah. And I go, oh, what would happen if I came by myself? And he goes, I'll be honest with you, like you look Arab and they think you own one of the corner shops. They'll be like, oh man, that's just Aki, man. Leave Aki, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's at the corner shop, man. Don't worry about him. <laughs> he goes, now nah, you be straight. He goes, like, you know what I mean? You good, like, they think you, you just a uh, Muslim at the corner shop, like, don't worry about you. But he goes, you white crew? Nah, but they ain't leaving with their cameras. You felt so. great deep down, didn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm fucking I'm white good. devils, like, fuck off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good here. When they start re- robbing them, I'll be turning around yeah, robbing them yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah guys, come. <laughs> I'm quite you. And then telling him that I've actually stole Wu-Tang's weed before. <laughs> 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 Fucking pussy hoes. Am I right? Yeah. 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 I, I, I actually stole Capadonna skunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in that, You're not uh, affiliated, are you? No. <laughs> wondering how it all connects. You're not the bees, are you? No? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, so what does the future hold, bro? Um, you, you're talking about writing scripts. Is this for uh, like a sitcom sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Sort of like comedy drama too. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on right now. Uh, I've got a little um, um, mockumentary thing I'm doing. Um, How's that been converting from, uh, you know, you obviously write your own stuff on your own, but with stuff like this, is it a little bit more collaborative? It's a bit different? Well, the, the first one, I'm doing, I'm writing it myself mm-hmm. and that's just purely on me mm-hmm. and that's fucking hard, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's so different to writing stand-up, yeah, right? Yeah. Saying like, i got so much respect for writers, but that shit is hard, man, to kind of narratively put down a thing and it just be of a conversation. Like, that yeah. shit is so hard. 
of like yeah. to, to, to guide an interesting conversation mm-hmm. and yet, yet has to be under the guide under structure and yeah. shit's hard yeah and the other stuff I'm 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 um uh I'll probably look to collaborate because it's just you know I think it's just uh I sort of find it even though I'm used I, I in terms of collaboration I have to really let go of ego yeah when it's like stand up and I was so kind of and I'll be honest with you man like I was so terrified of collaboration mm-hmm. because it was so I'm used to doing it what I want to do and say 100%, what I want to say 100% I, that's why I ask cuz there's so many comedians are and that, and that's the beauty of it you can write your own stuff no one's telling you what to do. No notes. You get to go deliver it, and then you see what how the people react. Yeah. yeah. Whereas writing a sitcom uh, or comedy or whatever is a, is a completely different ball game. And and like e- even you're saying the stuff you're writing on your own, there's going to be a point where people come in with notes and shit. You know, it's going to be. Yeah. So it is. It is a humbling experience for the ego. But it's good though. Yeah. I think it's good because you know I had a conversation about the thing I was uh, writing. Mm-hmm. A conversation with someone about it, and them, con- them sort of um, not confronting me, but them sort of asking questions yeah. and sort of saying, "Well, why?" and "Is that needed?" and this and that. It fucking made it better, man. Of course, you know. Yeah. It, it, even even if I kept it the same, is it kept it the same with conviction? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah, no, and I sure. think that's important because it. You know, I think it's good when people question you about it and they get like, but why is it this way? And with stand-up, I'm so used to no one ever questioning me. Exactly, Where yeah. I write wherever the fuck I want and, you know, it, you know, no one can't, you know, even even when you really, when it comes to doing stand-up on TV, the most they will ask you is, hey, can you not say this word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you not say cunt because we've only got two cunts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, the funniest one, when I, first, when I did Live with Apollo, I think the first time I had this whole routine about the pussy economics. Right. And I remember like, the guy the guy who um, books it, and he's a good dude too, man. He's a really good dude. And he said to me, he goes, he, we had a negotiation. And he goes, all right, Jamali, listen, heard your set. Uh, love the pussy joke. Um, listen, if you're going to say pussy that many times, you go, you go give me back some fucks. <laughs> yeah. And I said, all right, I'll give you some fucks, but you go give me a shit. And he goes, I'll give you a shit, just no cunts. <laughs> was a real serious conversation we had where it's just like we're negotiating yeah. what swears I can say. And he goes, listen, you can have asses all day. Yeah. I'll give you arse. You can have your ass, mate, but you cannot have 10 pussies, all right? <laughs> I've, we've been there, man. He goes, he goes, I'll even give you a bastard, <laughs> but you cannot have a cup. You're like, bastard? Is that even a swear? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah technically. Yeah. 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 Really? It's like an old word. Yes, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a weird kind of thing, mm. you know, having to justify your, 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 your vision. But it's healthy, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it, man. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like... Yeah, I think it's sort of a growing thing, and yeah, for sure, and it's sort of trying to move my creativity and tell different stories and that. Yeah, and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure. sort of write from a different perspective, and not just write from what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how would this person react? Mm. Or how would this do it? Yeah. And you know, and I'm enjoying it, man. Like, I can't complain. Yeah, that's sick, man. That's amazing. And uh, how about live? Obviously, it's a funny time now, but is there anything on the horizon? I'm on tour next year, yeah. man. Sick. Yeah, I'm back on tour in 2020. It will be 2022. I'm going back on tour. Sick. I'll be doing England, Europe, and maybe some American dates. I might try and do America this year if shit clears up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, sick. Why not? I fucking I mean, it. parts of it are wide open. Yeah. Texas, Florida, you'd be fine. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Just they're open. They don't really shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The sandwich. Who's your playing sandwich? 
Uh, so we're coming towards the end of the show. A question we ask all of our guests, which I feel is very important because it says a lot about you, is what's your favorite sandwich? Oh. Are you a sandwich guy? I love, I, I fuck okay, with sandwich. you got to do a top three then. Oh, top three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to do one. They're very different sandwiches, but I can't necessarily pick between the two right this second mm. because there's so many similarities and I'm still messing with it in my head. <laughs> That's the top cheese and the Philly cheesesteak. Ah, oh, I've never tried one, man. Yeah, same. Never tried the Philly or a chop. So hold on. A chopped cheese is from a bodega in New York, right? Yeah, from Harji. Yeah. Okay. It's like a cheeseburger. They season oh. and they... And they break it up into it's, like you I've never it had that. And they break it up yeah. and they put it with onions and oh, sounds banging. Philly cheesesteak is such a legit fucking sandwich. It's and like just sliced up ch- steak in it, yeah. Sliced up ribs, mm. that's ribs, um, mm. steak and with cheese whiz. Oof. Um, I would go with the I like um that French dip with a roast beef. Ah, oh, fire, fucking no, yeah. No, oh, that French dip with a roast yeah. beef. You know what my number one yes. is? I'm real with you. A peanut butter sandwich with crunchy peanuts. Wow. Just peanut butter? Just peanut butter. I was raised on peanut butter yeah, sandwiches, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was. Too. Just because I'm, I travel now and I can eat fancy sandwiches, <laughs> it don't mean that. Yeah, I yeah. I appreciate a peanut butter sandwich with a pack of Watson's. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. And what are we saying? Are we saying white, just cheap white bread? Cheap white yeah. bread and you get Tippy's peanut butter crunchy. Okay. Yeah. On some white bread and you have a little bit of Watsits, you might even sprinkle some Watsits in the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I, don't, I, I respect that because your first two uh, mm. were some inter- international shit. Yeah. So then you brought it yeah, back yeah. home. They sounded fun. And then I'll say a little sideline sandwich that's not really a sandwich is a patty and cocoa bread, which technically is a sandwich, but not a sandwich. I've never had a patty and cocoa bread. Fucking nice. Wow. Man. I need to try that, man. Sure. Sit. All right, cool. That's a strong selecki. And um, finally, because the only reason people listen to this podcast is because of me and Hugo, really. So we, yeah. we, we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one can see, but Jamali just went, eh, fair enough. Yeah, no, <laughs> Yeah, all I'm going to say is, man, I know I know you both personally. Yeah. Took you two seasons to get me on. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I kind of influenced the podcast. And yeah, you did. Season one wasn't a, you yeah. know, all right, cool. Have Rude Kid on, yeah? We've <laughs> <laughs> we done a charity event for you guys. Yeah. Right, and just so you know, we did a massive intro for you where we mentioned that you are the only reason we're doing this podcast as well. So the people know as well, do you know what I mean? They know. Listen, brother, man, you know I do it, you know I do it. Anytime. No, I appreciate it, man. So this last bit, as I say, because it is about us mainly, is us. we, we yeah. ask all the guests to ask us three questions each. The three questions. Three questions. questions. So arrogant, isn't it? Yeah, that is very arrogant. <laughs> yeah. Any time to prepare. Yeah. yeah, that's the best bit. No, I would have done the stand-up one for you guys, but obviously you already gave me the fucking answer. Yeah, <laughs> now you're like, uh, what's your favourite colour sort of section? <laughs> your brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what? What is, if you only had one trainer that you can wear for the rest of your life, what trainer would that be? Have you already had I, that? No, 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 but I love this question because uh, I feel confident about the answer. That's why I was violently nodding. It's a tough one. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to give the uh, pretentious part of the culture sort of uh, way of saying it. Mm. One tens. Oh, wow. Come on. Which only us three know what we're talking about. But to the little shit munchers mm. out there, that's an Air Max 95. Come on. Because for me, yeah, it's just like the most comfortable trainer that's got nice. s- some of my favourite colourways. And it's essentially a boot as well. I've climbed mountains with that shit. In France, I climbed a mountain. Kieran had hiking boots. I had triple black Air Max 95s and he'd done me 
thumbs. It was the triple black. Yeah, 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 exactly. The burglar trainer, the number one burglar. Yeah. <laughs> and you were ready to burglar house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was up there with energy, just like ready to jump in a window. Yeah. What about you, Hugo? Tough. It's between two, two. Don't use my answer. The Air Max one were all the 95. And I would say that the 95, because like what you said, there's loads of colorways, etc. But also it's just the, the British trainer, I feel. We rep that trainer the hardest. Yeah, because even when you were in America, Hugo, weren't they like gassed over your crit? Yeah, yeah. They didn't understand how I had them where I got them from. You're like, you're like, like JD, bro. No, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, but it's massive. Like, rappers reference the 95 all the time, so I just thought, it'd, you know, yeah. it'd be common, but it's not. Yeah, they slap on the Air Maxes, bro. Because it used to be back in the day, it's like, someone would have some sick crepes, and they're like, yeah, my uncle went yeah, America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, my second question is, what's your favourite shit film? Oh. Like, what's your favourite film that you know is shit, yeah, yeah. but I can't help but love it? Ah, shit, okay. Because it's hard for me because I'm so much in such a film buff, you see. All of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the film buff. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think of a shit good oh, film. It, um, it, does Karate Kid count? Yeah, Karate Kid's a, a shit film. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. that really counts because to me that's an amazing film. Yeah, it's a pretty shit <laughs> Yeah, okay, sick. So that is, I can watch that over and over again, man. Yeah. Hugo, you've got bare shit films that you love. Didn't you love Crank? <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, that's Dan. Dan loves yeah, Crank. I love yeah. Crank. When I, when I first saw Crank 1, I was like, this film's good, you know? And then I yeah. like, saw something about it. Like, what the fuck is that? That is that decoy with yeah. me. He's like, you need to watch Crank, bro. It's incredible. <laughs> hard, hard. <laughs> Everything had to be hard. I'd say Ninja Turtles 1. Oh, that's that's hard, yeah. though, man. Yeah. But it's shit, though. If you watch it now, it is shit, but it's just so Ninja nostalgic. Turtles 2 was harder because they're like in the underground in New York with like <laughs> rollerbladers with like Mohicans yeah, and yeah. shit. And I used to yeah. think, right, they're proper. That, like back then is what I imagined what Rude Boys looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys in cut off, yeah. and, cut off uh, jean jackets and fingerless gloves and shit. My one's Eddie Murphy, Golden Child. Oh, oh, that's a sick that's film. A, that is hard, though, man. It's so shit, yeah? The little kid touches someone through the bars yeah. and that. Nah, that's the shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell, I love that. Yeah, but when I was younger, I found it quite scary. Like, I was like, oh, it's quite dark side. <laughs> yeah. My third question is, if there was a song that was the soundtrack of your life, what would it be? Ooh, fucking hell, that's a really good question. Man. Your youth, what's the soundtrack of your youth? Fuck it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um... Okay, I'm picking an era and it would be from like 17 to 26 and it would have been Raekwon, Incarcerated Scarfaces. Mm. Okay. Big tune. That's, that to this day, I'll play that and fantasize about freestyling over it and pretend that I've released that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know about that, isn't it? You sit, you sit there, you're like, bro, only if this was yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, I've done that, bro. Yeah, yeah. I hear that, bro. Bro, I still do that shit to this day, bro. I'll hear, I'll hear, I'll hear like a bad tune. I'm yeah. like, man, I wish I rapped this yeah. song, man. I, I, I feel like, like I'd really suit rapping over this. Yeah, man. I, I see myself performing live yeah. on stage. Yeah. I'd say mine. I don't know if it was the soundtrack of my youth, but there's a Jay Diller tune called uh, "Won't Do," and since I heard that tune till now, it never gets skipped. It's on. It's always on my playlist. It's, just, it's not even the lyrics, it's just the beat is so sick. Mm. And it's the same sample as um, Ice Cube, It Was A Good Day, but it's like the Dilla Flip. I flipped it's it, it's sick. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, uh, what, what about you, Jamali? 
oh man fuck a hard question isn't it yeah it's a hard question I would say it sounds dated now but I just remember that being such a poignant part of my youth was Lethal B Pow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I remember being at the under 16s where that was plastered on a piece of paper. Yeah. Do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being seeing people smash toilets, and I was, yeah, I was there at carnival when I saw the police were trying to shut down Rampage yeah. or some whatever the fuck. Yeah. yeah, people just lost their fucking yeah. minds, man. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. It was like one of those energy yeah, songs. There was gunshots in the rave to that one, innit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would say. Uh, Vic Vaughn Let Me Watch Ooh, yeah there was something oh. about that song I just remember hearing that when I was really young and just yeah. resonating with me yeah yeah youthful ignorance yeah, in yeah, love yeah 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 hey listen man on that note brother thank you so much for coming on man it's been a sick chat Anytime. yeah man appreciate it and um, the most important question isn't it oh, oh <laughs> fuck yeah the, the most important question are you now our new best friend um <sighs> One of you, but I'm not going to tell you which okay, one. Okay, then. Fucking hell. I knew it. Yeah. I'm joking. Of course, of course. We are best friends. Yeah, well, I, I quite like that answer because in my mind it was me because I've got your number. We chat. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's all right. It's all right. Uh, now, thank you, brother. Thanks very much for your time, bro. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for having me, bro. This is the outro. See you later. And good luck. Stay lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy. Oh gosh, Daddy Hugo, so you're wicked and you're fine. Mad all the wine. Still your common lyrics and you shine all the time. Thank you. Yeah. And that's how you do yeah. an outro. Yeah. Yeah. Big up Jamali. Mm. Thank you for blessing us with your time. It was an amazing conversation. And I'm just, I'm buzzing out my mind. I'm coming up. What about you? I'm coming. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Bucket Covered. Loads. Covered. Yeah. yeah. And what's your general feeling? Sort of sticky and warm. No, come on. That's, you know, mentally. Oh, from the Jamali? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, inspired, from the man. Jamali. He's inspirational. Yeah. He's a G, man. I feel like whenever uh, we've had the pleasure of working with him, mm. it's always been easy, natural vibe. And he, yeah, for he's sure. good, good energy. Good yeah, egg, man. good he's energy. A, he's, you know? a good, he's a good brother. And uh, I've already texted him and we're going to go for a walk next week. So Nice. Come down if you like. I'll message Jamali. We don't need to do it separately. We can just... No, no, I... Okay. It's just, you didn't yeah. say anything. You just said, nah, nah. Yeah. Um, you just said, yeah, then. There's yeah, no excuse. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. No, it's just... Huh? <laughs> big up no, Jamali. Yeah, big up Jamali, I'll, man. I'll call you, big man. Up Hugo. Big up the little thing we do as well, where Hugo pretends to hate me. It's definitely not true. So don't worry about it, guys, because I've had a lot of messages worrying about our relationship. <clears throat> what are you doing? No, I was just packing up. Okay. There's no need to pack up. We can still have a warm down afterwards. No, I'm just... Me, you and sorry, Rupert, chit-chat for a bit. I'm on Google. Online solitaire, share the screens. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah, you're on Google now. I can see your white on your face from the screen, so you're not even listening or watching me anymore. So see you later. Hello, see you later. Huh? I said see you later. Oh, yeah, see you, man. See you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now off screen, we're best mates still. I'll say it even BTS at least. <laughs> I'm back now. Yeah, no. Do I stop this? Yeah, oh. yeah, stop, stop, stop. Okay. 
Oh yeah. Also, we forgot to say that uh, you lot must like and subscribe as well. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Just click. Just click just on click it. On it's on real it. easy. Yeah, lift your finger. Yeah. Drop it when you see the like or subscribe. Done. It done. All right. Done. Yeah. Also, follow us on Instagram uh, and our new Twitch account because we will be doing live episodes on Twitch every now and then. So keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Both of them are the chatting shit podcast that's the chatting shit podcast all right so follow us on both of them and also if you've got any questions anything you want us to talk about uh hit us up on the email that's chatting shit one at gmail.com nice one sweet yeah yeah see you later see ya hey yo will everyone shut the fuck up I want to give a crazy, stupid, dope fly shout-out to everyone involved in this podcast. No, fuck that. Who's the brain that produces this show, man? Man like Rupert Magending. And who's the audio editor? James Torrance, check it. house. Who's the video editor? Ha-ha, James Lord. And who does all the uh, illustrations? It's Alice and the Ink. Mad on the visuals, bruh. Shout out all the posse down at ACAS Laboratory. Am I right, hustler? You're not wrong, Playboy Valentino. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.